Welcome to Real News, and my topic for tonight, the day before St. Patrick's Day, is why do we celebrate St. Patrick's Day? A lot of us tomorrow are going to get smashed, wear green, uh, you know, do some, um, what do you call those, Irish car bombs, probably go to O'Malley's, do the... um, What else do we call those shots? Man, I'm so confused right now. Uh, What's that one drink that I like from O'Malley's that's fucking awesome? It's going to come to me. Give me a second here. Oh, that's right. The Irish trash can. I can't remember all what's in it, but it's like five types of liquor, people, with Red Bull dumped on top of it. So, anyway, um, yeah, it's pretty wild. So... Going back to my question, why do we celebrate celebrate St. Patrick's Day? So St. Patrick's Day, or the Feast of St. Patrick, is a cultural and religious celebration that we all celebrate on March 17th. But why do we do it? Well, there was a dude named St. Patrick, born in literally the year 385 and died in 461. So what is that, the fourth fucking century, thousands of years ago? He was the saint of Ireland. And yes, his name was Patrick. Cool fucking dude. So, St. Patrick's Day was made an official Christian feast day in the early 17th century and observed by the Catholic Church, um, the Eastern Orthodox Church, and the Lutheran Church. The day basically commemorates St. Patrick and the arrival of Christianity in Ireland. Now, I knew that. And celebrates the heritage and cultural of the Irish in general. Celebrations generally involve public parades, festivals, and the wearing of green attire or shamrocks. And the shamrocks is what I'm going to get to later, because that's very interesting um, of that symbolism. Christians who belong to other denominations also attend church services. And we know this. And historically, the Lenten restriction on eating and drinking alcohol were lifted for that day which has encouraged and probated the holiday's tradition of alcohol consumption. Pretty much people getting freaking wasted on St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day is a public holiday in the Republic of Ireland, Northern Ireland, the Canadian province of Newfoundland, and other areas of the British uh, area of Canada. Anyway, it is celebrated in the United Kingdom, Canada, United States, Brazil, Argentina, Australia, and New Zealand, especially among Irish descendants. St. Patrick's Day is celebrated in most countries, in more countries, I'm sorry, than any other national festival. I didn't know that. Modern celebrations have been greatly influenced by those of the Irish descent, particularly those that developed in North America. So this is all the stuff that I've researched on my own, folks. So give me a minute here. I got some of my notes mixed up. Um, however, there has been criticism of St. Patrick's Day celebrations for having become too commercialized and for fostering negative stereotypes of the Irish people. I don't know. I know people that are Irish 
they're just literally 100% Irish. And they don't care that you think that they're drunks. You know what I mean? And not all Irish people are fucking drunk and irresponsible. It's just not true. I have friends of mine that are 100% Irish and they love to drink and they are very successful people. So it is what it is, folks. Um, What else? St. Patrick was a 5th century. This is about the man, St. Patrick. So here we go. St. Patrick was a 5th century British Christian missionary and bishop in Ireland. Those are the facts, not fake news. Much of what is known about St. Patrick comes from the Declaration, which was written by St. Patrick himself. It is believed that he was born in the late 4th century into a wealthy British family. His father was a deacon and his grandfather was a priest in the Christian church. According to the Declaration, at the age of 16, St. Patrick's was kidnapped by Irish raiders and taken as a slave to Gaelic, Ireland. It says that he spent six years there working as a shepherd and that during this time he found God. The Declaration says that God told Patrick to flee to the coast where a ship would be waiting to take him home. After making his way home, Patrick went on to become a priest. According to tradition, Patrick returned to Ireland to convert the pagan Irish to Christianity. The Declaration says that he spent many years evangelizing in the northern half of Ireland and converted thousands to Christianity. Patrick's efforts were eventually turned into an allegory in which he drove snakes out of Ireland, despite the fact that snakes were not known to inhabit the region. Tradition holds that he died on March 17th and was buried at Downpatrick. Over the following centuries, many legends grew up around Patrick, and he became Ireland's foremost saint. Patrick is remembered in the Church of Ireland, I'm sorry, in the Church of England, with a lesser festival on March 17th. Okay, today's St. Patrick's Day celebrations have been greatly influenced by those that develop among the Irish descendants, especially in North America. Until the late 20th century, St. Patrick's Day was often a bigger celebration in Ireland. Celebrations generally involve public parades and festivals. Okay, so we talked about that. St. Patrick's Day parades began in North America in the 18th century, but did not spread to Ireland until the 20th century. That I did not know, so I'm learning along with you people. For some of you that don't know this stuff about St. Patrick's Day, uh, the the participants generally include marching bands, military fire brigades, cultural organizations, charitable organizations, voluntary associations, youth groups, fraternities, and so on. However, over time, many of the parades have become more like a carnival. More effort is made to use the Irish language in Ireland, especially where March 1st to St. Patrick's Day on March 17th is the time that they celebrate that, which I didn't know that. What else? Uh, Let's see. Christians may also attend church services. I talked about that. And the restrictions on eating and drinking alcohol are lifted for that day. Perhaps because of this, drinking alcohol, particularly Irish whiskey, beer, or cider, have become an integral part of the celebrations. The St. Patrick's Day custom of drowning the shamrock or wetting the shamrock shamrock was historically popular. At the end of the celebrations, especially in Ireland, a shamrock is put into the bottom of a cup, which is then filled with whiskey, beer, or cider. It is then drank as a toast to St. Patrick. Um... Ireland or those present. The shamrock would either be swallowed with the drink or taken out and tossed over the shoulder for good luck. That I did not know. 
Irish government ministries travel aboard on official visits to various countries around the globe to celebrate St. Patrick's Day and promote Ireland. Okay, what else? Um, Okay, here's an interesting. Why do we wear green? Okay, so on St. Patrick's Day, it is customary to wear green shamrocks, green green clothing, or green accessories. St. Patrick is said to have used the shamrock, and this is what I was telling you earlier about, this is the interesting part, So this guy, St. Patrick, is said to have used the shamrock, a three-leaved plant, to explain the Holy Trinity to the pagan Irish. This this story first appears in writing in 1726, though it might have been older than that, maybe 16, I'm sorry, maybe to 50 years before that. In pagan Ireland, uh, there was three was a significant number, and the Irish had many triple deities, which may have aided St. Patrick in his efforts to convert people to Christianity. Um, Roger Homan writes, we can perhaps see St. Patrick drawn upon the visual concept of the shamrock to explain the Trinity. Um, Another Christian evangelist says there is no evidence the shamrock was sacred to the pagan Irish. Uh, another person speculates that it may have representative, represented the powers of nature and was recast in a Christian context. Um, what else? The first association of the color green with Ireland is from a legend in an 11th century book. It tells of um, the anonymous ancestor of Ireland and creator of the Gaelic language. I think I'm pronouncing that wrong. Uh, G-O-I-D-E-L-I-C. Okay, that's the best I'm going to get after the, out, of, out of that. So suppo- uh, supposedly, this person was bitten by a venomous snake, but saved from death by Moses, placing his staff on the snake bite and leaving him with a green mark. His descendants settled in Ireland, a land free of snakes. One of these climbs the Tower of Hercules and is so captivated by the sight of a beautiful green island uh, green island in his distance that he must set sail immediately. The color green was further associated with Ireland from the 1640s when the green harp flag was used by the Irish Catholic Confederation. Later, James Connolly described this flag as representing the sacred emblem of Ireland's unconquered soul. Green ribbons and shamrocks have been worn on St. Patrick's Day since at least the 1680s. Wow, that's a long time. I didn't know that either. Since then, the color green and its association with St. Patrick's Day have grown. Um, Let's see, what else? Let me look at some of here of my writings. Okay. When the Irish Free State was founded in 1922, the government ordered all post boxes be painted green under the slogan, Green Paint for a Green People. In 1924, the government introduced a green Irish passport. Didn't know that. The wearing of the St. Patrick's Day cross was also a popular custom in Ireland until the early 20th century. There was a Celtic Christian cross made of paper that was covered with a silk ribbon of different colors and a bunch of green silk in the center. That is part of the St. Patrick's Day cross. What else? Okay, let me see. In 1903, St. Patrick's Day became an official public holiday in Ireland. This was thanks to the Bank Holiday Ireland Act of 1903, an act created by the United Kingdom Parliament introduced by Irish Member of Parliament James O'Mara, 
Omar later introduced a law which required that public houses be shut down on March 17th, a provision that was later deemed unnecessary and was, was repealed in the 1970s. The first St. Patrick's Day parade in Ireland was held in Waterford, Ireland in 1903. The week of St. Patrick's Day 1903 has been declared Irish Language Week by Ireland Parliament, and in Waterford they opted to have a procession on March 15th. The procession compri- comprises the mayor and members of Waterford Corporation, um, various parades and union bands. Uh, let's see. Let me skip over some stuff here because I think I talked about some of this already. So on St. Patrick's Day 1916, the Irish Volunteers, an Irish nationalist paramilitary organization, held parades through Ireland. The authorities recorded 38 St. Patrick's Day parades involving 6,000 marchers, almost half of who were said to be armed. The following month, the Irish Volunteers launched the Easter Rising against British rule. This marked the beginning of the Irish Revolutionary Period and led to the Irish War of Independence and Civil War. During this time, St. Patrick's Day celebrations in Ireland were muted, although the day was sometimes chosen to hold large political rallies. That I did not know. The celebrations remained low-key after the creation of the Irish Free State. The only state-organized observance was a military procession and trooping of the colors and an Irish-language mass attended by government entities. In 1927, the Irish Free State government banned the selling of alcohol on St. Patrick's Day, although it remained legal in Northern Ireland. The ban was not repealed until 1961. The first official state-sponsored St. Patrick's Day parade in Dublin took place in 1931. On three occasions, parades across the Republic of Ireland have been canceled from taking place on St. Patrick's Day, with all years involving health and safety reasons. In 2001, as a precaution to the foot foot and mouth outbreak, St. Patrick's Day celebrations were postponed until May, and in 2020 and 2020, 20, I'm sorry, and in 2020 and 2021, because of the COVID-19 pandemic. The St. Patrick's Day parades were canceled outright in all of Ireland. So, let's see what else. What else is interesting here? Uh, let me see. Okay, the first St. Patrick's Day festival. Festival, I guess this is different from a parade, so I'm confused here. This is in my notes. First St. Patrick's Day festival was held March 17, 1996. In 1996, 90, I'm sorry, in 1997, it became a three-day event. And by 2000, it was a four-day event. By 2006, the festival was five days long. I'm sorry, and this is in the Republic of Ireland. So I guess it went from a parade to a festival. I don't know. Maybe somebody can give me some clarification on there. Or maybe I got to do some more research, but that's what I'm reading here. Let's see. Over 2009, overall 2009's five-day festival saw almost 1 million visitors to Ireland and took part in festivities that included concerts, outdoor theater, performances, and fireworks. The Sky Fest, which ran from 2006 to 2012, formed the centerpiece of the St. Patrick's Day Festival in Ireland. What else? Christian leaders in Ireland have expressed concern about the secularization of St. Patrick's Day. In the Word magazine, 
March 2007, Vincent Twomey wrote, it is time to reclaim St. Patrick's Day as a church festival. He questioned the need for mindless alcohol-fueled debauchery, he said, and concluded that it is time to bring uh, this fun back together to the church. As well as Dublin, Ireland, many other cities, towns, and villages in Ireland hold their parades and festivities, festivals, including Belfast, Derry, Galway, Kilkenny, Limerick, and Waterford. The biggest celebration outside the cities are in Downpatrick County Down, where St. Patrick is said to be buried. The shortest St. Patrick's Day parade in the world formerly took place in the County Cork, Ireland. The parade lasted just 23 minutes and traveled between the village's two bars. The annual event began in 1999 but ceased after five years when one of the two bars closed down. What else? Okay, so while some Patrick's Day celebrations can be conducted openly in Ireland, in Britain it's a different story. This would change following the commencement by the bombing campaign on mainland Britain and as a consequence, this resulted in a suspicion of all things Irish and those who supported them, which led people of Irish descent wearing a shamrock on St. Patrick's Day in private or attending special events. Today, after many years following the Good Friday Agreement, people of Irish descent openly wear a shamrock to celebrate their Irish, um, uh, their Irish uh, Irishness. I'm sorry. Christian denominations in Great Britain observing this feast day include the Church of England and the Roman Catholic Church. Birmingham holds the largest St. Patrick's Day parade in Britain with a city parade over two mile long route along the city perimeter. The organizers describe it as the third biggest parade in the world after Dublin and New York City. London since 2002 has had an annual St. Patrick's Day parade which takes place in weekends around the 17th usually in public square. In 2008, the water in London's public square fountains were dyed green. In 2020, the parade was canceled due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Liverpool, England has the highest proportion of residents with Irish ancestry of any English city. This has led to a long-standing celebration on St. Patrick's Day in terms of music, events, and the parade. Manchester, England holds a two-week Irish festival in the weeks prior to St. Patrick's Day. That I did not know. A lot of this I didn't know because I thought it was just one day. I had no idea that they celebrate this for weeks and even months in some parts of the world. So anyways, getting back to it, the festival, the festival in Manchester includes an Irish market based at the city's town hall, which flies the Irish flag opposite the Union flag, a large parade as well as a large number of cultural and learning events throughout the two-week period. What else? The first Patrick's Day celebration in Malta. Um, I guess that's Greece, Malta. Took place in the early 20th century by soldiers of the Royal Dublin Army who were stationed in Malta. Celebrations were held in the area of the town which contained a number of bars and were lo located close to the barracks. Malta continues to celebrate the feast to this day. What else? Norway. Norway has had a St. Patrick's Day parade since 2000, first organized by Irish people living in Norway and partially coordinated with the Irish Embassy. Okay, Russia. The first St. Patrick's Day parade in Russia took place in 1992. Since 1999, there has been a yearly St. Patrick's Day festival 
and Moscow and other Russian cities. I had no idea that it took that that the first parade took place in 1992. I just thought it was like customary for this to be going on for years, like maybe since the 50s or 40s. So the fact that it happened in late 1992 is just boggles my mind. Uh, what else? Okay, so I think that's about all I have here. Uh, some of the stuff I repeated myself here, so I don't want to go over it again. So yeah, I just figured it was just something I would talk about because I had some people, or not so much I had people question me or ask me questions about St. Patrick's Day, but I know that when I went out to St. Patrick's Day, which I'm going downtown tomorrow to celebrate, I'll probably be be between O'Malley's and the Black Sheep back and forth because I'll have friends at both bars. While I'm out celebrating, every year, somebody is like, why do we even celebrate this holiday, dude? Like, so many people hurt, you know, they, they, they think in their mind, you know, it's called St. Patty's Day. So, of course, people know it's a saint, but they don't know any of the history behind St. Patrick's Day. They don't know why we wear green. They don't want to know why we know we do that thing with the shamrock. And to be honest, I never knew about the shamrock, that the actual real St. Patrick's, this guy named Patrick, this dude, um, to bring, to bring people to Christ, explain the Trinity of the Lord with the shamrock. I think that's pretty damn cool that he came up with that idea. So that's one of the reasons why we see the shamrock to this day. I mean, you're talking about a fucking legacy people. Holy shit. Imagine being St. Patrick. This guy has got to be like, holy shit. They fucking party every year. Thousands of years after I died. I mean, it's amazing. I mean, you're talking about a legacy that's been thousands of years. It's just crazy to me. Um, yeah. So anyway, thank you for listening, everybody. I repeated myself before about if you're listening to me the first time, hit the follow button. That should be a no-brainer. Please do that. And thank you for listening to my podcast.